You are now listening to the Socks and Sandals Podcast. What up, everybody? I want to welcome you all back to the Socks and Sandals Podcast, where society, culture, history, and religion collide, and we unapologetically discuss our worldviews. It's your guy, Emmanuel. I'm back in the bedroom whipping it up. And this episode here, just want to give you a little bit of background to this episode. This was recorded on April the 1st, 2020. Last week's episode that you heard with Dr. Ryan Petaway, that was recorded on April the 2nd. So some of the ideas that I had here were like the the brewing of what I was going to ask Dr. Petaway about. So just to give you a little bit of perspective um, of the ideas and what you're about to hear. But yeah, Oba and I, we discussed what it was like, man, just just this new world order, for lack of a better term, this new social distancing quarantine life. And really for me, you know, just new way of life with family, you know, dealing dealing with the change of kids being homeschooled, um, working from home and just that new setup, that new arrangement. And uh, it's it's been pretty crazy to to go through it and and deal with all the emotions of it. But honestly, as of today that I'm recording this, which is April the 13th, I want to say um, at least recording this intro is April the 13th. Man, it's kind of refreshing, you know, to be able to be home and be with your family all day, every day and be with your kids you know i mean that was one of the reasons why i walked away from corporate america's is that so that i can be with my kids more and i can see them more often and see them when i want to see them um and now it's to the point where shoot i mean that's gonna be everyday life and i already planned on homeschooling my son anyway we we were both super excited about homeschooling him starting for sixth grade but i'm not only going to be homeschooling him but uh, Riley Baby's gonna be here as well. So, because uh, I don't think school is coming back in the form or fashion that we are accustomed to. So, but that's another topic for another day. But as of right now, you know, we're not we're not putting Riley in, in daycare, and her daycare is open. But we just haven't done it, and who knows if that will come back? As far as our paradigm is concerned, we did actually put her in. Uh, daycare you know during the quarantine but then my wife was like you know i'd just rather have her home so but uh as i digress so oba and i yeah we were just talking about quarantine life and what it's been like and, and the adjustment so that's the bulk of the conversation and towards the end of the conversation we get into jay electronica's album our thoughts and our ideas about the album and then we argue about semantics for about 10 to 15 minutes and then we wrap up the conversation. So typical, um, beautiful Oba and Emmanuel discussion. Everything that you have come to know about how we get down is everything that you will hear in this amazing episode. So I hope y'all enjoy. If y'all have any questions or comments, hit me up on Twitter at SXSNDLS or search Socks and Sandals Podcast. Uh, you can email me at Socks and Sandals Podcast at gmail.com. And uh, you can hit up Oba at Obabaloo. And if you're looking at this on SoundCloud or on um, on Spotify, you see his his at in the uh, 
in the artwork so yeah hit up oba that way you can reach him that way and yeah holla at y'all next week and i hope y'all enjoy grace and peace Better, man. Well, you sound good. I'm not gonna say you sound better because I have no idea what you sounded like over these these uh, burning sands that you've been uh, suffering through. I ain't crossed no burning sand. <laughs> the burning lungs all over, across them burning lungs nah, that you've man. been. Uh, I mean, you and the family have been. With all due respect, no, nah, I'm not. I haven't gone through that, man. Whatever, whatever sickness I had and and how I sounded when I talked to you and Tev, um, yeah, I definitely am more clear, like more healthy. I've had, I've had like an ongoing stuffy nose and whatnot and a little minor cough, but nothing, nothing major, bro. Nothing major. So is it, is it allergies or was it something more, especially because the whole fam got hit? Yeah, no, definitely is not allergies. No one in my family, in my immediate family, um, in this household has allergies. So it was just like a little sickness, a little cold, a little common cold, I believe. Um, or it could have been, it could have been like the early Corona strain. Cause the early, <laughs> I'm serious, bro. <laughs> Why you hold laugh? On, hold on, I mean to laugh like that. Like, like the we got on it quick, so we can get that inoculation. No, I'm just, I'm just saying, bro. Like, yeah, you're right. The I, eighth I strand to, has been has been discovered. So yeah, I get that. bro. So it's just like, you know, I feel like there's definitely multiple strands that have been going okay. around, multiple strains okay. that have been going around. Okay. And if I got the early stuff, which was you know, when this first started popping off, only old people died. Only old people had complications. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And everyone else that got it, it was just a mild fever, flu-like symptoms. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that's kind of what I had. Mine only lasted two days. but Two days? That's what's up. Yeah. So it, it was either just a common cold or if it was if it was like the early Ronies, I had the early one, you know? And so gotcha. um, so I had like the the Rudy Gobert Ronies. I had the Idris Elba Ronies. You know what I mean? Like I had the, I had the celebrity one because You're if right, you notice, right. bro, the celebrity. I'm going to get you an I Survive t-shirt, bro. Stop, stop. I'm going to get stop. you one, man. It's on the way. You're not going to do that. But look, <laughs> the, the celebrities, if you notice, all the celebrities, they had like no symptoms. Right. I think it's I think it's wild to think about that. This is symptomatic and asymptomatic. So it's just... You 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 just be a paranoid for everything and everybody. Like, all right, I probably so have because because it's been acting differently. That just leads me to believe that there's different. There, I mean, we already know that there's different strains. There's like eight different, mm-hmm. six to eight mm-hmm. different strains. And so, I think what was going around earlier is different than what's going around now. Because what's going around now is it don't matter how old you are, mm-hmm. it's going to affect you in a severe fashion. It's mm-hmm. going to affect you for fourteen days. And it's going to people, everybody says the same thing. Like after about a week, they wake up and they feel like they're on their deathbed. They feel like they got hit by a truck. You know what I mean? Super sore, can't walk, throwing up. You know, it's just, mm. so it's like crazy. It's, it's extreme. Like you, you can barely breathe, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know? And so that's different. And so all the celebrities didn't get that. But all and the so, common people are getting it. <laughs> so it's just like, all right, what's... What's really happening, bro? And I'm wondering, what are we labeling? You know what I'm saying? There's so many other things that people could be getting. What are we labeling with this? Because this is- Everybody's like, you know, labeling it. Everybody's got one version of Corona or another. You know what I'm saying? Like, every everything is Corona related now. It's just like, yo, people were getting sick beforehand. 
yeah. you know, people were getting other things. Even like you said, you know what I'm saying? Two, three day, whatever, whatever. But when I, it's funny seeing older people on TV, bro, because we make fun of it. You saw that clip with the doctor was on, it was like two days ago. And he, <laughs> he wanted to cough, but he held it in. And then he looked off camera like, uh-uh, you ain't going to catch me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. it, but we, 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 we joke about it. We make memes about it, but people are really suffering through this on a social side. You know what I mean? Not just the health side, but people are really being labeled X, Y, and Z. And this could seriously be damaging to people's, you know, whether you still have to work, whether you're in, you know what I mean? Like you're, you're, you have to be around other people and things like that. I can't imagine how socially damaging that is for people, not even just the higher ups, but people that are in jobs that first and foremost, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Second and foremost, shout out to the people that are still working. Man, you know what I mean? Like risking it all, dealing with people. We definitely appreciate that. Yeah, man. Everybody that's at a grocery store or right. you know, at a restaurant. Fast- Toilet paper manufacturer. Like, we really appreciate all of y'all, man. Like, it's very, very important right now. That's a fact. That's a big fact, bro. So tell me how about, you know, how you've been doing through this quarantine life? It's been about two, two and a half weeks, It's man. wild, yo. It's wild. The, the only thing that differs, not the only thing. I've definitely gone through a couple things. Um, but I haven't been able to travel because I'm letting the paranoia get to me. Mm. That's the only thing that I'm, that's the only thing I feel like that I'm kind of doing different is that I'm not traveling as much as I do. I'm typically gone on the weekends, especially if I'm going to be able to like fully work remotely, I'm gone. I could be, I could be bouncing here and there, but, and I want to, but it is socially irresponsible. And that is what's keeping me you know what i'm saying as much as i'm like yeah my own person i do what i want but was that third she's like nah because once you get certain labels that is that is definitely going to change whether you're around people at work whether you're around you know what i'm saying your, your friends and things like that yeah. um it's all fun and games so i am i'm gonna be one of the people i'm not gonna let it totally change my life and buy a thousand things of toilet paper i've had my bidet for five years so that doesn't really change too much in my life uh i went to costco right before all this stuff hit so i was like all right well you know what i'm saying i got a couple weeks worth of food i'm good um i'm I'm already an introvert you know what i'm saying uh one thing that i am trying to do more of is get into these facebook these groups whether it's facebook groups um shout out to the group me groups shout out to any of like the um what do you call them like yeah group messaging Uh, affinity group type things was that infinity affinity group affinity yeah infinity group uh the affinity group yeah i guess you know what i'm saying whatever it is these group messages are funny some of them are really hilarious some of them are you could really tell how people create communities outside of having to go to each other you know what i'm saying sure. and so i'm definitely investing in more online like black forums and things like that and creating my online persona but i haven't really changed too much yeah yeah hmm? i haven't i haven't really tapped into the group they they really uh cracking some jokes over there huh Mm, not, not even just jokes, but sharing, you know what I mean? Just like good links, good resources. Oh, um, today I got popping like a, all right, you know what I'm saying? Like your work from homies um, playlist. Mm. So a playlist that, you know what I'm saying? You don't want to just, you don't want to listen to everything that you've already listened to. So yo, let's throw, let's throw a lot of the things that we haven't played with each other. You know what I'm saying? Or play for other people or for each other or whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like doing what they're doing on Instagram right now. Right. Um, and I'm, I'm enjoying that for sure. So just being able to be social without, having to have that physical contact i think the physical is going to make everything better which is funny you just do it all from the you do it all from like the mental first bro just 
just think about what's taking place right now, though. Like we're literally living through one of the craziest times in history. Oh, we're making history right now, bro. Like, yeah, our kids are going to read about this in, in textbooks, I think. But, bro, think about our kids' lives. Think about personal contact. Think yeah. about just being yeah. around someone. Like you said, being around somebody with a cold, it'll never be the same. That's a good point. Ever. Like, I, there is no going back to right. everybody going to the bar, everybody right. going. Like, right. I, I think about, bro, like, I go to Rialto, I play pool. Like, yo, am I going to play? Am I just going to grab some, a, a public pool stick? Hmm. No, <laughs> I'm not, bro. But for like, how long? You you don't think we're gonna you don't think we're gonna forget about this and go back to you know what I mean like business as usual? No, no, because because I don't think that this this type of virus is just gonna go away. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it doesn't go away. Just like the common, like it's gonna come back. Mm-hmm. Like as flu season comes back, so does so will this virus. And mm-hmm. there, and I mean, there's no vaccine right now, bro whatsoever if they don't got one now even when they do have one they're not going to be able to give it to everybody but everybody's going to need it and so in this this iteration that's going on right now where people are no matter how healthy you are you're getting stricken the same as somebody that was had the pre-existing conditions okay like that's that's serious business like at first I wasn't taking it serious just because it wasn't really affecting nobody except old people. But now this new strain, which is more like, basically it's, to me, it's, it's SARS, like mm. severe acute respiratory, res, respiratory syndrome. And so mm. that's what this is. This is just SARS. This is 2003, but 2003 all over again, but it's not right. just Asia. It's, it's affecting the whole world because mm. once again, there's multiple type of, novel coronaviruses SARS is one MERS is one the, the one those are the ones that we know and then but basically all this acute respiratory things that are that are going on they're just calling it all the same thing which is coronavirus which is yeah right. it is, but it's also different so this is SARS and this is not going to go away and there's no specific vaccine and when they do have one do you think the same or have you you're more red on this than I am Mm-hmm. Um, and do you think that the same treatment works for all of those, and that's why they're all under the same umbrella? Have you had? Have you? No, there is there is no. There have you is read no anything about treatment? Whether it's saw. Oh, I broke up on me. Hold on. Have you heard of any? Oh, you said okay. No, it, it had broke up, but we good now. We good. All right. Have you heard of uh, all of those different classifications of this virus? Are like they SARS all and treated the same way as, you know, MERS, SARS? Um, from, and I, I'm not too read up. But like, but since I, they're all- oh, there we go. We're doing a, uh, we're doing a Zoom bingo right now. <laughs> <laughs> we're, about to, we're about to play Zoom bingo right now. It's just going to randomly. Yeah. But say that again. Say that question again. Uh, the question was, or I was just wondering if you've done any research on, how they're all treated are they all treated the same way because this is this is a respiratory issue right um and if so does that just make it easier to say hey it's all the same thing but these are all just layman's term i I think what you're getting at is pretty accurate as far as they are treated in a similar fashion but there is not there's not like a vaccine vaccine that will take care of all of them 
right because right. the different strain requires a different type of vaccine hmm. and so because there are six to eight different strains and you don't necessarily know exactly what somebody has and they don't have enough testing kits to go around you know and so that's that's what it comes down to bro like <clears throat> there's not even enough testing kits to even know so i got i got family members that work in the medical field and that work in like you know respiratory therapy and so what they're telling me is there's a lot of people that's sick there's a lot of people in the hospitals that they think that have that have corona or have had it but they won't for one there's not enough testing kits to go around so they really have to save the testing kits for the people that are coming in and that have severe symptoms and they just don't want to know <laughs> when it comes to the staff because if you got it that means we lost we're down a staff person and there's not enough staff to go around mm -hmm. so if there's not enough testing kits for their own employees there's definitely not enough testing kits for and you know all the people that are out there and so yeah so bro, would like you would you be support would you identify and treat I, I i see how i see how difficult it looks on that end mm -hmm. especially in the medical field right yeah right now people are short-staffed maybe people are you know this is the only job out of how many people that are living in their household right now mm -hmm. and the, you know me the medical professional is going to be the one that really has to maintain their job their job at for you know at any cost yeah would this justify mandatory vaccinations oh for sure i mean that's that's the that's the future that is the future of the world is mandatory vaccinations, especially for the first world, because that's those are ones that are getting hit. And so that is that's the next wave. And then, you know, when you when you think of like Revelation, if you read the Bible and Mark of the Beast and all like this, this is this this mandatory vaccination type stuff is going to be very similar of some Mark of the Beast type activity where you have to have this mark to be able to participate in public society mm. and if as in like yeah in order to have a job that does all of these kinds of that, things that deals with people like you can't interact with people if you don't have this mark or this mark you know 2020 2030 is some advanced technology whether it's a bracelet or a chip that's inserted into you that can track your medical state you know your internal temperature whether you have any type of antibody levels going up or down, like all of that will be able to be tracked, um, you know, based upon some type of, based upon the technology that they're already developing. Mm. And so you're not going to be able to go, like, you know, if you go to a basketball game or a football game and like they check women's purses at the front, like check your bag, you can't bring your bag. You're not going to be able to bring your body if you don't have a chip. You mm. can't come into a massive public space mm -hmm. if we don't know that you're vac vaccinated because you could potentially infect everybody. And so there is no going back to normal until all of this can be tracked and people can be protected from it. Is there anything that we've done, I guess, in recent memory with the, with technology, um, recorded history or whatever, mm -hmm. polio vaccination that I don't think that was difficult to administer to different people. Right. Um, and I imagine that this would be similar to that. And just in, insofar as, um, it's just necessary to, especially with the young people, right? Mm -hmm. um, that's going to be added to your your cocktail of, you know, 
immunizations whenever you're however old, but right. to be able to get people, I understand that's really difficult to imagine a life where in order for you to, it's like America, right? In order for you to engage in commerce, you have to have a social security number or at least a tax, a tax identification form. Right. If not, it's, you know I mean? If not, as I saying, you have to have some kind of number right. that allows you to play into this commerce game. And if the mandatory vaccinations, is that a step towards that information that it'll be you know me readily downloaded or is that just a health concern or no that, you know the, what I mean? that's a step towards information that'll be readily downloaded and people gotcha. will be able to be gotcha. tracked and controlled. information yeah it's all about information gotcha. so in, in my hypothesis is like it'll start medically because that'll make sense to the to society but they've already developed technology where it's like you don't need physical things and so like your phone obviously is your is your everything and so you download like you don't when you go to a football game or basketball game you could just open up the app boom you can pay for your starbucks on your phone you can pay you know apple pay like you don't need a debit card just swipe your phone whatever right so all of that technology that's been put into the phone is going to be put into either the chip or the bracelet whatever Mm. you know you know know, on your phone it tracks your heart rate it can track your movements track right right we're already and they have those RFID have cards and your technology. credit cards and passports and things like that. Exactly, bro. Like cash is going to be gone. Like it ain't, <clears throat> and even like ATMs might leave. Mm-hmm. Like everything that has to do with physical touch is going to be slowly but surely eliminated mm-hmm. because of the scare of these. Because of the, because boxes. of germs. Yeah, exactly, bro. And so the technology that'll be developed, it'll start from medical, but then it'll be commerce and then it'll be, tracking and then it'll be you know your your passport will be wrapped up in your driver's license like every piece of critical information it'll be taken off of other forms physical forms and just put into the technology and they'll they'll be using either your eye scan or it'll be a retinal scan or it'll be right some type of device where you just minority report type stuff exactly you just wave your wrist over something and it reads it oh yeah he's cool emmanuel williams right right all of that all your information will be right there so, yeah, we do that with. Uh, isn't it funny that you look? You can go look on on eBay or YouTube, and you'll see different things that says RFID chip scan blocker or something like that. So you'll have a wallet that won't be able to scan the RFID chip of your credit card and things like that because that's what um, allegedly that's what scammers can do. Scammers can just like walk by somebody in the subway and have a device that if they scan it by your wallet, it, it'll be able to pick up on your on whatever card is. You know what I mean? Like whatever the RFID chip on the card is. Yeah, I know that. So I I understand that, you know what I mean? Like cell phones and wallets are definitely part of seeing how much we can put on ourselves in the day-to-day basis. Yeah. But it sounds like this is more of a, what did he, oh, he called that? Uh, controlled, like controlled chaos? For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you create the problem and then you get right. the solution. Problem, problem, reaction, solution? Yeah, yeah. All right. So was this developed? Is this, is this like China business? Because I think China is one of those interesting cases where it is so dependent. I just got a package today from China, bro. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's very dependent. America is very dependent on China. You might want to wipe it down. You might want to spray it, wipe it down. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. That package before you start. For sure. But how many of, I mean, people that are getting Amazon packages, where do you think all those packages are coming from? Well, Amazon have they have centers all over the country though. Right. That's why, that's why Amazon. You ever seen an Amazon package that like is packed in another package? So Amazon wow. literally just threw your box in, in another. You know what I mean? Threw that box in, the, in their box and then delivered it to you. 
I have seen that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, th- that's why like on our, on our level, this, whatever's going on with, uh, is dropping prices up, but it's not stopping business. It's funny. All the people that necess- are necessary for America to run include bankers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what I think. As much as we have automated, we still include bankers as people, that medical field, food, mm. you know? Yeah. Yeah, the financial system is the financial system is uh, is very necessary, and I I think that there's there's enough that can. So you know what's going on in Portland right now? They're they're petitioning for the rent freeze. Yeah. Tell me, tell me, as a homeowner, tell me what you think about that. Well, that has nothing to do with me. <laughs> so I have a mortgage, and I got to pay my mortgage. And if I don't pay my mortgage, then I could lose my home, and I could still owe. You know, I could lose my physical home, but still have debt. And so I'm going to pay my mortgage. Like that's not. And that's exactly why this rent freeze sound. It feels like a waste of time because exactly that people that have, if you're paying rent to somebody, odds are they're paying a mortgage. Facts. Facts. And that person, if we're going to anybody, (laughs) we're not petitioning the city, the state. We're not petitioning any government unless it's the federal government on behalf of the people of the federal government to, to go to the banks and say, yo, stop people's payments for the next two months or whatever. But if you're not going to stop the mortgage, how in the world can you have a rent freeze? That to me, that seems like a waste of time just to be able to get people to, even if, even if you have a rent freeze, like, like you said, the owners typically have a mortgage or even if they don't, you still going to pay them what you owe. And so all you're doing is just stacking up the amount of money that you're going to have to pay later period. Right. And so I'm like, debt. yeah, I'm like, nah, bro. I don't want to have no $3,000, you know, right, payment right. just looming over my head. Right, now right. I was with all full disclosure, like I didn't pay March. So I, I just paid literally today. I paid my mortgage today. So I was, I was a full month late. I've never mm-hmm. been late like that, but I just didn't have the funds. Mm-hmm. And so, because some things just didn't go like, you know, not this, yeah, yeah. Say say oh, less, man. So, small yeah, business, bro. small business, yeah, yeah. small. You know what I mean? Entrepreneurs. And I and I literally, right now. I literally had a contract that was set to renew mm. at the end of this month for a good chunk of change, and that contract is just it, we can't do it because there's no physical whatever. And then I had another event, um, a contracted event that I was supposed to go down in May that just got pushed back to October. So I just you know just a couple thousand dollars that's not coming. You know, (laughs) and I needed that, you know, I need that for, um, you know, my, my property taxes. Cause I pay that. Like, I don't, I don't have escrow on my home. So I just do everything on my own. So I pay my mortgage separately from my property taxes and my homeowner's insurance, you know? So it's just like, I got all those things coming up. Um, and it's just like, I needed that. So who is that? And that's the thing about this, this, this $1,200 check. Who is that? Like, who is that for? Where are we, where, you know what I mean? Like, where are we, what would help? Let's ask that. Instead of what's going on right now, what would help you as a a homeowner, a father, you know what I'm saying? Like, as a provider, what would help you in this crisis right now? Um, well, nothing, I mean, every, everything helps. Like, something is better than nothing. And so, of course, I'm not, you know, we're not going to turn down that money. Um, and then I think we'll get extra just because it's like four of us in a household. So it's me and my wife and, and two kids. And so, you know, everything will help. 
Um, my wife is still working. She's on salary. Like she's getting paid. You know, nothing has stopped with her and she's working remote, but she gets paid the same regardless of how many, how many hours she puts right, in. Right, right, right. Um, regardless of showing up to the office or not as well. Exactly. So it's just, that's business as usual for her. For me, you know, um, independent, like self-employed, you know, so everything I do is based upon the work that I do. And so because I can't do the work with SEI and can't renew those contracts and the other stuff that I had lined up with other organizations, um, I'm doing, you know, the independent, uh, I'm doing Postmates right now. And so I was doing, you know, Uber and Lyft, but like now I'm like, nah, I'm not, I'm not driving nobody around like that. (laughs) So Mm. I'm going to just do food delivery. And actually it's been pretty cool because people have been extremely generous when it comes to the tips, you know, as I'm doing this. And so I'm just thankful to have that opportunity to be able to get out there and make money. And so I've been, I've been doing good, like doing that. I literally do that about five hours a day. Okay. Um, and that's, and that's good. And I could, I could do more, but there are other things that I'm also working on you right, know, right. my business, but I'm doing that about five hours a day, uh, except for like Saturday, I'll, I'll do it for like eight or nine hours because it's, it's so busy. But yeah, man, like that, that's really carrying me and I'm still able to pay my bills and buy food and, and do everything I need to do. And so um, that the government stuff will help for sure. I've, I've already applied for a small business grant through Prosper Portland. And that's an organization that's set up for, you know, minority business owners. And so um, I'll know next Tuesday if I get, you know, money from that grant. Um, and then they're also going to do small business loans um, and that that application will go out. So like there there are resources that are available that I'm abreast of that I'm tapping into. So I'm just going to continue to like keep my head on the swivel. But I have the opportunity to make money. I can go out there and do Postmates for eight hours a day if I really wanted to. You know, so I'm not. I'm I'm in a fortunate position to still be able to make money, you know. So I'm I'm good. What would you think the difference is between doing Postmates and driving Uber and Lyft? When what? it comes to he- the, your health risk. Oh, it's way it, it's way easier. I mean, it's easier as far as like not having to have that fear of dealing with other people getting in your car. And so with with Postmates and even with any I don't know if you've even done like any type of run to a restaurant, but they're just placing orders like they're putting tables up front. They're lining the front of the of the of the restaurant with tables, so you can't even walk within six feet of the kitchen. Period. Mm-hmm. They're just placing the order written on the bag or like the receipt with the name and the order number. Like it's just on a bag, and so you either ask for it and they drop it off at the table, or it's already sitting there, and you just go in there, pick it up, and walk out. So there's like minimal human contact when you're doing food delivery. And then also most people request that you just leave the food at their door. So you get there, place it at the door, take a picture and do complete order. And so you don't even typically have any human interaction. So doing this is like, is ideal. It's, it's, way, it's much better than doing ride share where you got people in your backseat. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Yeah. And is it is it faster as well, like per hour and things like that? The only per thing, hour, the only reason I before before much. you ask that question, before I answer that, you answer that question. Yeah. I want to go back to this, like you're you're handling things that many people handle, versus dealing with one person for a couple of minutes. 
That's why I asked that question, like, is it safer? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because there's so many more people in that kitchen. There's so many more risks of, you know what I mean, like contamination or whatever that's there versus yeah, well, that one person. Well, I'll just say from what I've what I've seen over the past, I've been doing this for like yeah, a week and a half now. So what I've seen, or maybe, maybe two weeks. So what I've seen is that there's not a lot of people working. There's not a lot of people in the kitchen. There's like literally every time I go in somewhere, go in a place, there's no more than two, maybe three, but typically it's like two people that are working. And if it's a busy restaurant like Killer Burger or like Rudy's Pizza off of, off of uh, Pals, like it's popping. And so Rudy's Pizza? Yeah, okay. yeah, Rudy's, Rudy's Pizza because they do like a lot of vegan stuff, and so there's a lot of people ordering from there for whatever gotcha. for that reason. Gotcha. So I'd never heard of them until I started doing this Postmates, you know, two weeks ago. But yeah, so they so they have about four, and that's that's the most that I've seen. Um, but you know, the the food workers, the handlers, like they all got on gloves. Some of them have on masks, and so they're being extremely cautious, you know. And so um, now, if somebody just gets in your car and just sits in your back seat and touches your seatbelt. And you know what I mean? Like they're like, and if you have like 15 to 20 rides in a day, that's 15 to 20 people that didn't got in your car. And if this thing is airborne, like they say it is, then it could just be floating around in my car, you know? So from them and, um, and I, and I can't, I can't guard against that. And so, okay. yeah, okay. I would, yeah, the the food handling and just taking a bag that somebody gave me from the kitchen right. that had on gloves, you know, and that prepared it at a high heat. You know, it's it's definitely safer. I appreciate the fact so much that both of you are working and both of you are working in very different ways, you and your wife. Yeah. Um, one of those things that I one of the things that I would have asked you before would have been like, do would you have wished to go back you know what i'm saying like would you have wished to have a job and things like that or to the, the job that you have and there's some people that even if they do have a regular job it doesn't mean that they don't have you know what i mean like if somebody were in sales or somebody was in you know what i mean any kind of 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 people driven market mm-hmm. shout out to all my service industry and things like that mm-hmm. people are hurting right now even if you can work there's no you know what i mean like there's no point in doing so yeah, no, I feel you. I mean, when I was doing insurance, I, w- I mean, insurance is a recession-proof market. Um, I started working at Nationwide Insurance in 2008, and that's like, and the, and the market melted in 2008, and I did great. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I made more money year after year after year. Like, every year that I progressed and I got better at my craft, I made more money. And mm-hmm. so- I was in a recession proof industry. And so I was literally just talking about that with my wife yesterday, you know, and I was like, you know, it, it would be nice to still be making, um, you know, upwards of 80,000 a year, <laughs> right at this point in time, you know, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Um, it's the, the money isn't everything. And, right. and I left that job for a reason. And it wasn't the money. It wasn't the money, <laughs> but it cost more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and I and that's something to really keep in mind is that it costs more than the money that you were making. Exactly, exactly. It costs like my soul and and my mm. spirit and you know just everything within me, like which is which is eternal. And so, um, you know, money will come and go. It'll be high and it'll, it'll be low. But nah, my my spirit is eternal. My soul is eternal. So my soul is way more valuable than a few extra thousand dollars, bro. 
Or how you been able to keep busy in the house, man? Uh, two kids, wife. How how is how is? I am busy. <laughs> two kids, especially my five year old man. Oh my god! Come on now. Like, she is out and about a bit. Stay busy, bro. You know, and, and the dog always. Wanted oh to- yeah. Astro man, he's having a ball because he's used to being at home by himself mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. three and four or five hour stretches. So now that we here, man, he is lit, bro. So right. it's uh. He's like all the time. He's like whatever this is. I'm all about it. Exactly, exactly, man. So man, nah, it's, I I stay busy, you know. But it's the the main thing is like getting the kids on a schedule, and so um, that's that's been the big struggle. The first week it was just like wild, wild west. But now, <laughs> but now like my son is on a schedule, and what I was doing right before I um, talked to you was I was setting up my son's history lesson because I'm um. I'm his teacher right now. And so Mm -hmm. I just, you know, there's some videos that I set up and I just wrote out the questions and emailed it to him and so that he can do that while I'm, while I'm doing this. And so, and we worked on, uh, we worked on some writing and some English earlier this morning. Um, so yeah, man, it's just, I, I stay busy, you know, with, with the kids and we just, we just got to keep a schedule. And so, but it's cool though. You know, I, I get up, you know, we eat breakfast as a family and, and then the kids do their little, whatever tasks that we give them to do and this little break in the afternoon, we might go outside, walk the dog, come back, do some more school stuff. Um, and then I, then I leave the house and start doing my Postmates runs. I leave at about four o'clock every day uh, and then come home and then do it again. So it's, we've put ourselves on a schedule. And so things are starting to feel more like normal and days aren't just running together and every day don't feel like Friday. Like it did when it first started. Every day felt like Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, bro. It was wild. I'm just like, bro, what, what day is it? Yeah. yeah. I literally was, was recording podcast because I was doing, I was covering Corona like daily. Hmm. But even in my podcast, I was like announcing the wrong day because I was, I didn't know what day was what it was. Everything was running together. So. Wow. Man, it's a uh, it's it's funny how those last two weeks, these last two weeks, are the first time we we were mandated to do something like this, yeah. and how quickly those for those two weeks went. Blue by, <laughs> because it was just like like you said, every day was the same day, and then you're waking up, you're doing the same three things, and before you know it, like your fridge is looking a little different, you're looking a little different. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like you're looking in the mirror, look like things. After that two weeks, I think you're just like, whoa, 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 what's going on here? So today, today is definitely the day that I snap out of that, you know. And uh, I wanted to know what is something you're looking forward to to this this coming month. There's a lot of African traditions. I always wish people happy new month for whatever reason. I'm not really sure why, but I know that it isn't just Yoruba. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of Nigerian cultures that do it. There are a lot of Western and Eastern co- cultures that are just like, hey, this is a new month, new whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your new month like? plan goal intention if this lasts another month um what does what does april look like for you that's a good question bro um man april just april is just this is the time that we kind of like set the tone for the future of our life for the future of our society and how and how we're going to run our life like everybody is kind of autonomous right now when everything is shut down and you don't have to be somewhere at a certain period of time, this is going to, this is going to like, it's already showing you who you are, how much work ethic do you really have mm-hmm. outside of someone requiring you to do something and be somewhere. Mm-hmm. And who are you going to become with all this so-called free time? 
uh, or all this time. It's not free. It costs. Everything costs. But what are you going to do with all this idle time with this, you know, uncontrolled time? And um, yeah, for me, like that's just the biggest challenge is getting back in my in creating a new workflow. Like it's it's really adjusting, right? Yeah, it's really tough for me to work at home. Like even going back to college days, like I could not do homework at my apartment. I always had to go to either a coffee shop or a library. And even now today, um, I do most I do most of my work when it comes to like uh, podcast. Well, I can I can edit from anywhere, but like when it comes to um, working on like my my new business, my coaching business, and, and things of that nature, or even just doing prep for anything, I like to be out of the house at a coffee shop putting in work and it's hard. I get that with a family because a home is a different job altogether right oh man yeah bro and so it's just it's tough to focus and then and then my wife is working from home and she's taking calls like all day on zoom and actually taking real calls with live people uh, live clients and so she's basically commandeered my office space which was downstairs in the uh, dining room <laughs> and so she got her laptop and she got like a, a desktop screen so she got two screens going right, right. so like man my workspace is taken up so basically I, i'm working from the bedroom <laughs> and it's just hard for me to be productive in the house in the bedroom and, and not having like my space and so um but Man. at the end of the day, bro, like this is life and we have to adjust and I can't necessarily look at the glass half empty. Like at least I have somewhere to go. Absolutely. Right? And so Absolutely. At least I do have two floors and I can get away and, and have true. my own quiet space upstairs. So, you know, at the end of the day, and that structure with the family as well, you know what I'm saying? Being able to instill that kind of, you know what I mean? Like that kind of familial, are we all on board with this, you know, with this change of pace and, and, and adjusting to it and making it happen. Like that's commendable, man. A five-year-old and a 11, 11, 10, are you still 10? Yeah. 10 a five and a 10 year old is is not that's not easy man no not at all well i, well, I will say this the 10 year old is easy the five-year-old is a tough one bro. Gotcha. 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 <laughs> speaking oh. of man have you have you seen that dude belief belief in fatherhood or something like that oh yeah i know about him yeah have you have you seen him before have you seen any of his videos uh prior um, to you know like the the one that i sent you about his son you sent me a video about him i didn't Oh yeah, so. about like him, him cutting his son's locks off. Oh no, I didn't see that video. Oh man, bro, that was a tearjerker, man. Really? That was man. I I almost want to pause it so you can go watch that. That's a tearjerker, bro. Wow. Like the way the dude is finessing is finessing his family is he's not finessing them at all because uh it's it's a beautiful thing, man. Yeah, I really I I gotta send if I I, I swear I sent that to you. Oh, uh, you got to check the gram, man. I know your DMs be flooded, but uh. So besides that, man, I know work has been work has been manageable. Family Hold on. time. R- real quick, real quick. I want to talk about belief for a minute. So I don't really watch his YouTube, but I've known of belief for like Oh, I ain't even know I didn't decade. even check his YouTube yet. For oh, a decade. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. And so um he started his belief in fatherhood YouTube series like a couple years ago. Okay. But belief is a rapper. And he was a he's a Christian rapper. Right. And so I follow his career like since the early 2010s, 2011, like all that. And so it's been amazing to see his life just unfold in the way that he's changed. Like he's rebranded, you know? Yeah, yeah, so now yeah. he's known for that series, bro. But like, I, I've seen him 
as a rapper, I know basically he still raps. He raps on almost all his videos. Oh, he does. Okay, that's that's what's up. And so, and I he I've even went to a show that he had in Portland like about three four years ago. Oh, where? And it was like it was tough to see because like this dude is extremely talented, and one of his mixtapes, man, is like one of my favorites. But he he what he wasn't making a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And it was it was very apparent, you know, and then he started the belief in fatherhood, like when he had to just become a stay at home dad and started documenting it. And that just blew up and that took his life and his career to a whole nother level, man. So it's beautiful to see what has happened for him and the way that he's been able to stay creative and just be able to monetize his life because that's what we do nowadays. <laughs> right. Right. His content game right now is probably skyrocketing. Yo. Oh, it is. <laughs> Yeah. everybody's got to be home now you know what i mean like that oh is- yeah yeah now he's about to be yeah everybody yeah. that already had an infrastructure set up where he was doing something digitally right now like everybody needs that like you know and that's and this is this is where to create that and this is where to start that new habit i think you know what i mean like for for march 1st to start a new habit um yeah. you have a month that's not as long as march i mean april 1st not march um you have a month that's not as long as march um and we need to be able to make this month really useful especially with all right we're, we're now we've adjusted you know what i'm saying we know how to, we know how to set up what we need to set up to get done what we want to get done yeah. so now it's really about like buckling down for the next however um, but, oh, happen, i'm, I'm curious to see how you feel about this man because um and i don't want to put the name of the company out there like that but the the company that you work for it it does have to do with like rental properties or mm-hmm. like so, the, so my parent company, without going into too much of their information, yeah. uh, deals with like data, right? So my oh. parent company deals with who's renting what in what part of the country. Like that oh. is a huge part of their of their meat. Um, over the last couple of years, they've bought into they they're really really interested in making a dent in the rental property in the rental market. Wow. So, what I'm seeing from work is a lot of people. There are a lot of people on both ends. There are, a lot of, there are a lot of landlords that are just like, yo, how do I pause the rent for the next month? Or how do I adjust the rent for the next month to $1,000? Um, and, you know, you, you see multiple tiers of people. There are people who are just like, yo, my tenants don't have to pay rent for these next two months. Just take it off. There are other people who are like, look, you know, I need to be able to change my tenant's rental amount until for, to $1,000 as opposed to $3,000. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And then there are other people who are just like, look, I want to cut up, basically tell my tenant to pay $1,000 this month, but we're going to have to move the other 2500 to two months from now. Mm. And then like you're saying with, with debt and there are other people who are just like, uh, we, we as landlords ain't getting no, we're not getting any discounts. We're not getting any rebates. We're not getting anything from, from from our mortgages so why are we the ones why is the burden on on us right? right right and that's such a legit question you know what i'm saying like this really needs to this needs to be a bank thing um if the federal reserve really was federal <laughs> it, it would be it would capitulate to the needs of the people um oh. to the government um but yeah <laughs> we, we know we know that's a whole other topic whole we, we know we know yeah yeah but um what, what i was getting at because i was i was just under the impression that it was more or less so it sounds like it's um property management and a data company for no we are just a tool let's we're the calculator that the property managers use to manage their oh okay so we're the outlook we're the excel we're the oh so you you guys all right so you so you you're not in jeopardy at all they're going to use you regardless definitely definitely but they're just but their money but your your money isn't necessarily from the tenants 
is from the the um the it's from payments it's from payments exchange of money that's where oh uh, just just the okay to be able to fund to be able to take payments from tenants and give it to the landlord we take a little you know what i'm saying like a oh. little profit is made off of ja- profit is generated off of that profit is generated off of so it's like the the square of property management i guess yeah yeah very similar very similar okay. if you think about it as like mafia you think about mafia you're like all right well if this is a maf- this is mafioso i'm like whoever that whoever the dude that the mafioso is like yo i give this guy permission to make money yeah so then, boom! They give they give my company permission to make money because the mafioso already knows he's getting a kickback. Yeah. So as long as that person generating money and the money that they want to see, and you know what I'm saying, like people are happy. That's how this. That's how this works. You know what I'm saying? You're just a middleman for middlemen. Okay. Um, Bet. But it's very it's a it's a very interesting way to see money move for sure, man. Um, and what people are, you know what I'm saying? Like, this doesn't, this doesn't have anything to do with property managers. This has anything to do with landlords. This has anything to do with people that got money, people that don't have money. At the end of the day, everybody's like capitulating to the banks and banks are like, well, we ain't say nothing. So everything else is just hearsay. Like you can try to rent freeze all you want, but if you're not hearing it from the federal reserve, like why don't even hold your breath. Man, what do you, what do you, are you contemplating like, what the financial outlook right. would be for the country? Like, what do you see? What do you think? As far as, as far as what, what, what could change, what, what could be improved upon? Um, I think that going as far as you can with as much as you can is a good move. So mm-hmm. instead of saying, yo, sh- people, people ain't paying rent. I ain't paying no rent. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that doesn't help at all. It doesn't um, help. It doesn't help. I see it. I see it because it's on the other end. I'm not going to be the person that says, yeah, pay your rent three months in advance. You know what I'm saying? If you got it, go ahead and just pay your month three months in advance because something could happen and you could have used that other however much money for something, something. Right, right. So on one end, I'm like, yo, you know what? I'm not going to pay it on the first. I'm going to wait a couple of days, but I'm still going to do this until I literally can't do this. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you from Jump Street, oh, I ain't doing this. I'm gonna I'm gonna owe what I owe and pay off what I pay as I intend to until this really starts affecting me. Yeah. Um and that's a risk. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm somebody that doesn't have many people that are relying on me. Mm-hmm. Um I don't have, you know what I'm saying, like I don't have property and things like that. So for me, I could easily go, good luck. But it is it's more for me than it is for the system. Yeah. It's more for me to say, yo, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna sacrifice and give what I can give because I said I was gonna give it. And do that until I literally cannot. Until I have to be like, nah, I'm not. I'm not gonna rob Peter to pay Paul. Right. And um, I, 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 I too, I'm not Peter. You know what I'm saying? Like your time and your your sanity is very important. And I don't know how to balance that. Um, um, speaking of balancing, I want to get into something, but uh, I'm, we're gonna talk a little bit about it personally um, on my on my platform. No doubt. Small chops. Uh, Small Chops podcast is definitely going to have a couple of relationship surprises that I th- that I didn't expect from from this from from this social experiment. Right. What country do you know could lead the charge on keeping everybody inside, but like first world nations? It really makes me want to. Th- it really makes me think. <laughs> why am I? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I we we joked about it. We joked about this Corona thing being the reason why Mexico funds the wall. I'm like, no, 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 we'll pay for it. 
to keep Americans inside, mm-hmm. <laughs> not to not to keep us from coming to America. Yeah. Uh, and I and I wonder, you know, what I'm saying like what what part of what part of all this is that? But um, definitely check us out on that on that platform, and you're gonna get a couple clips from our conversation as well, man. I'm glad that you're doing well. I'm glad that the family's doing well. I'm glad that you survived the whole, um, you know, I mean, like sickness because I easily could have turned into something else. But everybody was proactive. It sounded like to be able to get you back on your feet, man. Yeah, man. Just stay at home and get some sleep, man. That's all I could do. You know. Um, you want a PS4? You game? I I got an Xbox, Xbox One. Gotcha, gotcha. But I don't really, you know, my son is holding that down right now. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. He's holding down the Fortnite. You know what I mean? So, holding down the Fortnite. I see you what know. you did. Ooh. Hey, are you belief? Are you ghostwriting? Come on, man. No. <laughs> <laughs> Holding that was, just, that was just organic. I didn't, even, I didn't even I didn't even think come about on. the entendres that were come coming. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Just I don't happen. even know how. <laughs> Triple on. I don't even know how. Yeah, you know? <laughs> oh, speaking of speaking of entendres, we have to touch on really briefly, bro. Um Jay Electronica's album. Oh yeah, yeah, right. So I've given it I've given it about like 10 plays. Okay. And I go back to it because if i if i want jay electronica i'm gonna listen to like i'm gonna listen to the lucy's that he put out i'm gonna listen to yeah. letters to fallon i'm gonna listen to swagger jackson revenge i'm gonna listen to um not even shiny suit theory but i was uh um jasmatized you know yeah. what i'm saying like those are the jay electronica that that was when he was in his bag um like anybody else i think the first it sucks because you i think about a band like coldplay i'm like yo coldplay's first album is a masterpiece to me mm. their first album is fantastic but I don't, I can't stand any of their other music since. Mm. Um, and I think that hopefully this is going to, this is going to be quite the reverse. I think that now that you're at a point, at a point of singularity where the, where the, the ghost meets the person, you know what I'm saying? Like all the raps that we've heard from him up until now versus, I mean, in, in conjunction with the artist that has to put out something for people to critique. Now we're meeting the person. And I'm glad that this project isn't like the whatever we wanted from him because it couldn't have gone anywhere. His career couldn't have blossomed. I think that with this being something that I'm okay with, but I'm not ecstatic about, I had to get over those feelings and I'm just happy that he started. Guess what this means? This means now we're getting a second studio album. Guess what this means? This means now we're getting a third studio album. Means he got to redeem himself, basically. It, it means that he started. It means that he started the professional career. Mm. So now that he started that career, I'm excited to see where he grows. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm excited to see what happens when he has all these. When he's not afraid of beginning anymore, but now that he has, he didn't make a jump. He didn't make a. He didn't make a food and liquor. You know what I'm saying? He didn't make a, a get rich or die trying. He didn't make a water for. You know what I'm saying? He didn't make any of these. He didn't make an album worth putting it out there but I'm glad he started. Yeah. I'm glad his first album is out because now this means we're getting a second album, man. He's still my oh, favorite rapper. That is the politest, most oh. roundabout way of saying you did not like his album, bro. I go I, back. I'm telling you, like I, I said, I listened to this album 10 minutes, 10 times. That was, that was and great. I still listen to his album. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I still listen to his album because those, I know that there's a lot that I need to indulge in. Mm-hmm. I know that this album's going to grow. I'm, watch a year from now, bro. April first, and a year from now, this album's gonna be a better album. You think so? I think this album's gonna be one of those that grows. It's gonna be like a um, no no dope on Sundays kind of album. And where now that you get over all that, now let's listen to what he's actually talking about. Mm-hmm. And the lines in there, are, the lines in there are prolific, man. I already know. You're saying this is a this is a grower, not a shower. 
pause. I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, this is a, I was disappointed when I first heard it. Yeah. But I have to grow. And I know that this album is still chock full of, like, to see everyone really quoting that Sir sign, that Sir line, that Jay-Z, I'm like, okay, that's not all that. Okay. Yeah. I named my son Sir, so you got to call my son Sir. I'm like, yes. Uh, <laughs> like, yo, y'all, like, y'all are quoting who's, all the wrong bars. Who, who's quoting that one? I haven't... Oh, I've seen memes on the gram all about that, man. Really? Oh, look at the hashtag uh, Jay Electronica okay. on, uh, on IG. Yeah. And you'll see just a lot of people. Uh, passing memes of that, especially over the last, you know, maybe uh, two weeks now. Oh, wow. Uh, but I, I still love the album. I still go back to it regularly. That last song is Fire, um, Sleep yeah. Well. Mm-hmm. Um, there are at least three songs I like on the album that I played that are in my J Electronic rotation, so. Oh, yeah. Uh, this isn't a trash album. What is it? This is a first album. It's crazy because if there was no hype around this album, of course it will be received way better. If this was his second album, this would be received. If he put out exhibit all the exhibits as a first album, people wouldn't, people would have nothing to say about this being the second album. Mm, Yeah. True. True. Oh, well, he just, you know what I'm saying? Like he limped, you know what I'm saying? But he's still driving. But because it's the thing about the album is, like you're right. Like a year from now, people will appreciate this, but it was just so much hype, so much buildup. Because you can take Jay Electronica off this album and make it five five five, and it'll be a great album. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. it, it might have been recorded Jay-Z, in that area. Everything that, that Jay Z did on his album was incredible. Like he that's everything better. he does. That's everything he does. I know, but what I'm what I'm saying is Jay-Z, in my opinion, he sounds better and more like lyrically fit on this album than he did on 444. And 444 mm-hmm. was amazing. That's mm-hmm. a that's a classic. So if Jay just did this by himself, this album is a classic Jay-Z album mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's a Jay Electronica album and everybody is expecting Jay Electronica and Jay-Z together. Oh, this is gonna be, but then like Jay Electronica is pulling up the rear and he's kind of like bringing things down. And so it's like, oh, shoot, like this Jay. It's two different pockets, man. I thought he was, you nah, know, Nah, I think it's two different pockets, bro. Because if you're if you're listening to him with with uh, Muslim rappers, I'll, I'll send you a song that that is in this same vein. His mm-hmm. audience isn't hip hop. His audience is to, yo, I'm making this for this is what I represent first. I mean, but that's always been clear, but his audience has been hip hop. And that's why hip hop heads have been awaiting this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I, I, even I, I was one like of those. Impatiently awaiting this. I was one of those. Yeah. And so and it would, no matter what it is, it wouldn't have been enough. No matter what it is, mm-hmm. to the point where we built it up for 10 years, all the Lucy's that he's put out. I am so glad that he brought it back down. And instead of me trying to go hard on this, I'm already going to disappoint you. This is strategy, in my opinion. I'm already going to disappoint you with no matter what I put out as my first studio album. Mm. So let me throw, let me, all right, cool. Let me do this. People were anticipating, people heard Jay-Z. He still only t- sold 25,000 with Jay-Z. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So imagine, imagine if it was just Jay Electronica. What do you even sold five? You know what I'm saying? Well, if, if Jay-Z's name would have been t- attached to it, if it would have been a Jay and Jay Electronica album, then it definitely would have did bigger numbers. But I think it, only, the only, only reason that people found out that Jay was on it, Jay-Z was on it, and that's the reason it did 25. 
because it was still first week. People heard it first. They were like, oh, Jay-Z's on a lot of this. And it still yeah. didn't do crazy numbers. No, yeah. But it, but it was the people that was checking for Jay Electronica. And, you know, those people already knew what they was, you know, what they wanted. And so they was going to listen regardless if Jay-Z was on it or not. And that's what I'm saying. And that's why I'm telling you that. So out of that audience that, that paid 25000 for, you know what I mean, like albums first week, at least half of that was Jay-Z. People heard Jay-Z was on this whole project and bought it. Like, oh shit, Jay-Z's on here. No, nobody bought it. That's just streams. This is based off of streams. And so people were, it, well, I don't, they, they, they calculate the total sales just based upon the number of streams. So however, however many million streams divided by, you know, 15,000 and then boom, that's, that's your. That's thing. one. Yeah, that's, that's one. Sale. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. So, they're just you're just saying like you know uh, these this many people it got this many streams and so that equates to gotcha. sales and so people were going to stream it regardless if Jay Z was on it but the ones that were Jay Electronica fans but more people did would have would have streamed it if it would have been promoted as a Jay Z fan as a Jay Z project because there are more Jay Z fans than there are Jay Electronica fans anything that has Jay Z's name attached to it like physically attached to it not just like hey by the way jay is featured on most of the songs yeah yeah, yeah. I, I get that like on the streaming services I new jay-z album with jay right, right. jay-z jay electronica right oh right. man it would have been way more in, it would have been people would have been more curious about it because jay-z's name was on it but because it wasn't on it it was just if you I know you know that. you know it was just i agree with that know. And it and it, it it happened pretty quickly. Like you know what I mean. Like first day, people knew that Jay Z was on half the album. Um, yeah. But what what when you listen to this album, did it remind you of listening to another album? Did it have you? Did you want to go back and what album did it have you go back to? If you did, if any, it didn't have me go anywhere. It took me. <laughs> it nice. it didn't it didn't tend, send send me back. It didn't make me want anything more. It was just like, oh, this is it. Right. And I and I had I had to keep playing it back because when it first came out and because it's so short, I listened to it literally like three times back to back to back. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I was hoping that it was gonna get better or it was gonna affect me differently. And I'm listening to Jay Electronica and I'm just like, bro, if you say you about to catch a body one more time, bro, like I'm about to turn about, right. That has, like, bro, that's not hot. Like you you not killing it. Oh, I'm about to catch a body. Oh, I just caught a body. Like, bro, what do you? You did say that a lot. Are you listening to yourself? Do you really think that that's like some fire right now, bro? Because that's nothing. Like, what is he saying? And so I'm listening to it and I'm like, yo, Jay Z. See, see, catching a body. You see, you thinking he's killing it. And he's saying, nah, bro. He's saying, nah, y'all already dead. And I'm catching you, bro. No. I'm bringing you back up, bro. I'm catching you before you hit the ground, man. Come on, yo. I'm about to bring you back up. I'm I'm about to catch you, man. I got you. You can lean back. This is a trust exercise. Ooh, okay. I see where you're taking. That's what I'm taking. Man, come on, man. All right, man. Okay. You must not have heard. You need to go sit down. You was the one Farrakhan was talking about in the beginning. You need to go sit down. Come on now. Come on now. Yo, wasn't that a fire? Wasn't that a fire intro though? Oh, that was dope. Wasn't that, that was fire, man? That that but but it's fire, but the album didn't live up to that intro. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> like, man. You can't have Farrakhan saying go back it, to bro. faster and tell him. Like, just, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not giving up on it, and I'm not giving up on what what could possibly come from it. We could have another one by the end of the year, man. There's so many things that could happen with this, and I know that with Jay-Z at his side. This is going to be more than just this. 
for sure. For sure. The 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 music that he's put me on, the uh, the the speeches, the um, movies. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't have watched Prestige if it wasn't for him. I wouldn't have watched uh, the Black Panther documentary or the docu-movie um, if it wasn't for him. I wouldn't have watched Charlie the Chocolate Factory with new eyes if it wasn't for him. I wouldn't have watched, um, who's, who's the woman that, uh, Dorothy, the Wizard of Oz, with new, or I would have looked up like conspiracies and myth and things like that if it wasn't for him. Mm. I wouldn't have looked up Dick Chang. Like He has taught me so much and he has already provided so much value that this first album, I'm like, all right, get this out the way then, man. Let's, let's see what else you got, because I know you got more. That's deep. You know? He's the reason I looked up Farrakhan. If you look up Farrakhan on, like, uh, uh, Donahue, who's the dude that had red glasses? Yeah, Phil Donahue. Phil yeah. Donahue? Yeah. Bro, I respect Phil Donahue more than any other talk show host oh, ever. Donahue bro. was lit, bro. Yeah, the 80s. Donahue, I, I probably said this before. Donahue had the Everybody. exclusives, man. Everybody. Anybody People that, that nobody a- wanted to touch, bro. For sure, for sure. Multiple times, man. That was peak. If if I were, if I had saw somebody talking like that when I was 12, what was I, 12, 13, 15, you know what I'm saying, in the 90s? Mm-hmm. Oh, I would definitely, I would have definitely. So you, you're saying you hadn't heard about Farrakhan until Jay Electronica talked about him? No, I, kn- I knew Farrakhan for sure, but I didn't know Phil Donahue Farrakhan. I know, out like, I know the Farrakhan we have now. And I oh. still don't, I still don't know you know what I'm saying? Like you, I have to sift. Mm, that's interesting. Okay. I don't know even the the intro to his album. I don't know that person. He that's the reason I started looking up old Muhammad Ali uh, interviews. Okay. Because I didn't know how unangry these people were. When you're doing something for 10, 20 years and you're still getting the same pushback, and the people that you're talking to aren't listening to you, you develop a certain like. You know what I mean? Like a certain eh, kind of thing when it comes to your talking. Mm-hmm. Early Farrakhan, when he was on Phil Donahue, the two times he was there, he blew my mind with a lot of the with a lot of the information that he was able to articulate. Oh, for sure. Because the substance isn't new. Yeah. But the way that you're playing the game, I think, is really fantastic. And um, I I can I, I attribute that to um, just a lot of the Lucy's that Jay Electronica put out. Mm. So I am not mad, man. But I think that this is gonna be a great stepping stone to to more beautiful music. Yeah, bro. Yeah, that's that's heavy, man. I mean, I will say, um, regardless of me not of me being disappointed of this first project, like I am, like you, I, I know that he can do better. We all know that he can do better. Mm-hmm. We all know that he's you know he's rusty. Like he literally has been out the game for about ten plus years. Um, if I'm not mistaken, no, I don't think he has. He's got he's he has some great. Lucy's bro, Road to Perdition is a great Lucy. Letters to Fallon is a great. He has great Lucy's. Well, he I has- guess I guess I shouldn't I shouldn't say ten years because I I even went to a concert of his um like three years ago. So I mean he hasn't three maybe maybe four years twenty sixteen twenty yeah I think it was like twenty sixteen. It's like four years ago. Okay, so okay. I mean he hasn't been out out the game. But I'm just saying like you know he hasn't been making new music like that. You know obviously and so um. Bro, yeah, really, bro. He's, he's just he's just he's been man. on Royce's album. He's been on Mac Miller's album. He's had he's been on, Dave East has a new album. You know what I'm saying? Has a new project. He's been writing and he has all good raps. Yeah, no, I'm just album just, project. It's just not. It's not his lyrics. Yeah, it, he hasn't been consistently producing. 
music. Like he hasn't been consistently putting out new music of his own. That's that's all I'm getting at. And so because he hasn't been in the lab, like sharpening his skills, it, it seems, I mean, from what he showed us on this debut album, he hasn't been in the lab working. He hasn't been in the gym. You know what I mean? Like he, he just hasn't. Because if he was, he would still be doing like, he would be doing things like Jay-Z has been doing where every year or every other year you hear a project from Jay-Z, he sounds a little bit better and he still sounds sharp. But you could tell Jay Electronica was not sharp. He was not on his game. He's a little out of shape. I and think you're talking about everything that isn't, you're talking about industry stuff now. You're not, not talking not, about not, the rapper. Not. You're not talking about the lyrics because the lyrics and the no, rapper am, were both am, fantastic. No, this, is, this is my opinion of his lyrical miracles or lack thereof and just his wordplay and his his cadence like things were not coming out exhibit c-ish it just wasn't popping like that and that's come on no this is this is my opinion i know you don't agree with and i get it i get it i get it look this is i love i love fighting opinions but i get it man no but look so this this is my opinion and i would say this is a more of a consensus because People, no one is like clamoring over this album and no one is impressed and no one, is, and he's not restoring the feeling of Exhibit C with this album. He just isn't. And he he's not there lyrically. He's not there delivery wise. He's just not, he's not restoring that feeling, bro. And that's a fact <laughs> as far as like in, in, in general, how most people are receiving it. And because in my opinion, he hasn't been in the gym. He hasn't really been. But what we know about Jay Electronica. That man just said it's a fact. And in my opinion, in the same sentence, man, I'm trying to wild? tell you. Is that, that wild? That is wild. That's a fact. And in my opinion, because both of those are in your opinion and you're talking for generally. So, so it's not just your opinion, but you're saying like the vast majority of people. No, you're, somebody's opinion can be a fact. Say, say that say that one more time so i want you to hear this later no look we, we're going through this and I'll, I'll walk you through it if you want to go back and forth we can go back and forth with it or i can walk you through it and give you please one. please i, I want to sit down and make sure i'm writing this down okay so someone's opinion can be a fact right so it is my opinion that um white supremacy exists in all areas of activity Someone else can have the opinion that white supremacy is dead and gone. Those are two opinions. One opinion can be factual. One opinion, one opinion can be non-factual. All right. And now that's your opinion that's, 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 that's being factual action. is not your opinion being a fact. If you say it is raining and I say it is not raining, one of them is going to be right. So to say that your opinion is a fact or you you can't say an opinion is a fact and then say white an opinion is factual. You can have an opinion based on facts, but your opinion cannot be a fact. Okay. Word. If that's what you think. <laughs> <laughs> if if I if if I if I say in my opinion um Hip hop is not rocking with Jay Electronica based upon his record sales. And then ended with. Yeah, his record sales were subpar in comparison. No, as long as you don't end it with, and that's a fact, I'm cool with you saying that. Okay. Okay. Because <laughs> it isn't. And again, like, I think that this is going to be a. I, th I can't wait to see. This is the same person that had, like, so many different. We'll see. We'll see, man.
I could be a fool at the end of the year, man. But I think this is going to be one of those projects that I'm not. So, I, all right, we'll see. We'll see. But what I, I was, know. what I was, what I was trying to get at is, Jay Electronica did not meet the majority of people's expectations, and that's and that's that's all I'm saying. He did not meet people's high standards and expectations overall, by and large, and the numbers say that. Because people were not replaying it and replaying it and replaying it and sharing it and whatever. And, and so, you know, most people that are considered upper echelon artists do six figure sales in their first week. And he did not surpass 30,000. And so that's all I'm saying is it because he's always been considered one of the top rappers, period, regardless of trap. East Coast, when, when West you can't, Coast. We have to talk about him like we talk about a comedian. So like a comedian's comedian is different than like a different genre. We can talk about it about music. He's a musician. He's a rapper. Right. But he's not a he's not he he's he is in that conversation. Not generally. Generally, people aren't talking about Jay Electronica. When people have their top five hip hoppers, people that love the culture people that are really into the music will be like, oh, he's one of those, you know, like uncovered gems, but he is not anywhere on a platform to make, to do a six figure first album. People aren't, you know what I'm saying? Like this is all those people that went to his concerts and things like that. This isn't a, oh, let me see what Jay Electronica is about. There are big artists that he's compared to, but he can't because he's not established like they are. He is established in this small community. He's mm. not established in hip hop. He's established in this corner of the building. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like mm. he has he second floor North Wing. People know about Jay Electronica, but this is a very this this building has way too many levels for for too many too, for too many more people to to stream his music. For the mere fact that he got that many record sales, I'm I'm happy because you know what I'm saying he's in the he's in the positive. Um, and I feel like Jay Z's name could have carried a good majority of those sales uh, of those streams where um music was cool social is cool relationship will will definitely we're gonna have to talk about that on another platform man because i got some questions for you bro for sure for sure but but yeah man so so jay can bounce back that's that's all i'm saying jay electronic can bounce back and he can do a lot better and i believe that he will and and just because he's that he's that type of person like he is just one of the most amazing energies that i've ever been around you know, at a, at a hip hop concert, bro, just like his, his energy, his genuineness of just who he is and the love that he has for, for people and his fans and for the art, you know, it's just like, it's just, it radiates from him. And so somebody like that, I believe has more than the the potential to bounce back and do a lot better than what he did. So I'm rooting for Jay Electronica and I believe that he's going to do great things next time. Listen to that. Listen to that. Listen to that. What a great, like at the end of the day, he's this. He is. I mean, that's, and that's, he is. I would, I would bet on him to do much better numbers the next time around just because he's that type of guy. And so, and everybody's rooting for him, period. Like all the hip hop heads, bro, your favorite, he's your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. You know what I mean? So it's like, everybody wants to see him do great. If he, and honestly, he could have did a lot better just with better production. If he just would have stopped producing and let Just Blaze get on the beats, he would have done more numbers. He would have had more replay value. That's why you save it for the other album. 
albums. That's cool. That's why you save it for your second album, your third album, your fourth album. Let me, if y'all are already going to be disappointed, let me get mine off. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I went back and listened to Food and Liquor. Man, this is not that. Mm -hmm. But I also listened to a lot of Lupe. You know what I'm saying? He had Lupe the Jedi. He had Food and Liquor series. Big Sean, Big Sean's first album wasn't this. You know what I'm saying? Like those are people that are just, they just did the other stuff differently. You know what I'm saying? Jayla Chronotronica was definitely more obscure. He he was a million. I saw a million in the morning because of him. And how many people could say that they're uh, you know I me mean, a rapper that they liked put them on a million in the morning? That is such an interesting documentary, man. Mm. So these are these are all things that contribute to just like his obscurity. And there's no reason why he's going to be able to make those. Um, make those numbers maybe ever in his career you know what i'm saying like he may not be a mainstream rapper he'll just be rappers a rapper's rapper you know what i'm saying he'll never hit the push T, but he'll probably have a song with push T. he has a song with so many dope rappers that i don't doubt at all that his pen game isn't you know what i mean like precise right now um and i love the jumping off point that he i think this is checkers i mean i think this is chess man i think this is one of those like y'all gonna give you i'm gonna give you something that y'all gonna be mad at but that's fine. Then at the end of the year, I'm gonna bush your head open. Cuddy's coming this year, though, man. Mm. Cuddy's coming this year. Can't go wrong. Let me tell you. you can't go wrong with Cuddy, but let I, me tell you. You can because Wizard, like, Wizard, you went. He went wrong. Wizard, he went, went wrong. With the, the speeding bullet, the bullet, yeah. And 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 like the little group, the little rock group he did, Wizard, WZRD or something like that. Oh, I didn't even. I never even heard that. Yeah, we we could go wrong. But yeah, no, I, that, that, when I, you're in your I, pocket. I corrected myself. I said, I said, well, actually, you could go wrong, but I hope I don't think that he'll be going wrong. You know, I don't think so either, man. He's because been, he's been on a great trajectory, yeah. Bro, like, do you still listen to uh, Kids See Ghost? That album? I listened to Cuddy's anthem on that album. <sighs> you know, Cuddy, you know, someone talking about. Wait, that's the, the song Cuddy that he actually montage? starts it. Yeah, Cuddy montage. That's what I'm talking about. That song is hard, bro. Cuddy montage. Oh, I I get into that song. Bro, that that song is a Cuddy project so bad that I go back to Passion Pain and Demon Slayings, man. Yeah, yeah. And I I just hope he's still on that that wave, that level, or just on that trajectory with this album. Yeah, yeah. Well, we saw we saw a little bit of oh my bro, you I have to give you I have to give you Kanye's um what album did Kanye not release? Yandy? Yeah, yeah. Yandy or something. Yandy, I think he released it. He just like, yo, if you find it, you find it. Mm. I think all those tracks are out, and he's got a track with, with Cuddy on there that I'm just like, yo, I, I he's on that same way. He's on that same wavelength, bro. Okay. Cuddy's album is gonna be fantastic. And nobody's in his lane, man. That's what I love about him so much, yo. I'm so glad I got him. Cuddy, and I would I would love a Nalls Barkley album, bro. Wow, you taking it back. Cuddy and Cuddy and Gnarls, those are the two albums I want right now, man. Twenty twenty, I would love to be able to just like sit here, headphones on, eyes closed, and make that. Well, you know, one album that I went back to, and I don't even know why. Well, actually, I know why because I was I was somewhere, I was at my son's. Uh, he had like this little movie screening for like the movies that they made at his after school program, and um, they were playing the instrumentals to uh, Pharrell in my mind, and I went back to that album. In my mind, Pharrell's solo album is that the yep. one that, got, that started like da, 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 da. that's the one that had um, uh, uh, man, let me let me play it, let me play it, please play, play the first track. Yeah, it had the one with the horns, 
If it starts off like that, that's my that's a great album. Oh, this album is so amazing, bro. I mean, it still it sounds like the future, and it's 2020, and it still sounds futuristic, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Hold on, play. Let me hear. Let me hear. Run that back again. Put it close to the to the mic, please. That's it. That yo, that album, bro. That album is yo. That album is so fire, man. Oh my god. And saying you are rapping. Oh my god, yo. That yo. I go back to that's a great, great album. Bro, Thank that you. That album right now feels so good. Pause. Mm. Bro. That album is amazing. It's oh, you know what? That's a good. That's a good uplift. Yeah, you right about that. Oh man, two thousand six. I was in college, man. Oh my god, that was that was a great album. That was a great album. Okay, okay. I'm going to go back to it. In my mind. I never listened to NERD, but I did listen to that album when he, you know what I'm saying, when he came out to that. Bro, that production-wise, though, every long true. time, man. Bro, so man. who would you want Pharrell to do one of these IGs with? Oh, rest in, speaking of music, man, we have to, we should have started this off, man. Rest in peace, um, one year anniversary, man. Uh, the marathon does indeed continue. And oh, sure. regardless of where you are, regardless of how many, you know, pictures you've liked, um, this is a year anniversary of Nipsey Hussle. His passing, his assassination, you know what I'm saying? Crazy. And um, it's really, really interesting being able to see his his contribution because I don't listen to his albums to enjoy them. I listen to them to be like, yo, what is he talking about? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's something that I, I can't say I've done with any other rapper. I haven't listened to the, the music to, to like enjoy it. I don't listen to KRS one to be like, oh, let me see what he's talking about. I don't listen to a lot of people. But Nippy, Nipsey is definitely one of those people I'm like, yo, let me... All right, he's West Coast. All right, I don't. All right, cool. Let me hear what's going on in the in the raps. And, Word. Um, I didn't mean to take us on that on that on that swoop, but um, that's that was a one year anniversary. Um, and you were about to go somewhere with uh, what you were about to say. I don't even remember, man. But rest in peace, Nick. Yeah, for sure, I did bro. that. Yeah. Um, we're talking about we're talking about Pharrell. We're talking about in my mind that album, Food and Liquor. Um, I would, man, I was just saying, bro, that album. Two thousand six. You were in really good mode. Yeah. happy place yeah man that, that album just takes you back and then I, I and then i've been listening to a lot of early 2000s hip-hop like a lot of um you know cam and jewels and diplomats bro and freeway <laughs> bro diplomatic community volume one. Oh, oh man that God, music you couldn't tell me you can tell me good, nothing right? about that album man yeah bro that that music sounds real dope right now bro so i just i've been going back to the like early and mid 2000s and just i've been in my i've been in my uh um, in my R&B bag a lot, man. Okay. I've been really trying to keep up with a lot of the new... I haven't listened to that Don Tolliver yet because I heard on JVP. Oh, you haven't heard it yet? No, I haven't Ooh. heard it. Because you know who I've been bumping, man? Uh-huh. That Brent, that Brent Fayaz, bro. Oh, I haven't really been on it. Ooh, that Brent Fayaz is... Yo. Mm. Yo. Mm. Please do yourself a favor, man. Okay. Listen to that Brent. Uh, yeah, let's wrap this up, man. It was a long lunch break for me. Uh, I'm gonna get back to work, and uh, I like this, yo. We got we gotta have a couple more of these, man. Oh, for sure, bro. Yeah, we can we can do this. I mean, this is easy. This is nothing, bro. So. Right, right. I appreciate that, yo. All right, I didn't know I didn't know it been as simple. I would be like, yo, let's take some time, a couple of hours, and figure this out. You're like, nah, I'm, I'm ready. Yeah, nah, we good. But hey, this is the future, though. Social yeah. distancing. Absolutely, <laughs> and we're future is here. Is what is what yeah. you're saying? The this future is, is here. Bro, like we're we're doing. We ain't going nowhere. Go go video go video chat them. Exactly. I can see an African parent. Well, you going, you're going to your friend. Go upstairs and go see our friend's house and be a phone. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Let's do that. Yeah. And uh, now, and we can also we only have to do Zoom because I know we both have uh, MacBooks, so we can just do you know like straight to straight. Oh, 
how would that I, sure how we would we record it? it? I'm pretty sure we can record it. I'll figure that out. Well, actually, you know what? I can. I know I can record the, the screen recording because I already do that when I do FaceTime, um, FaceTime audio anyway. So I just do a, a screen recorder. And it does audio as well? And, and it does the audio. Yeah, for See, sure. And this time the audio, like the audio probably doesn't have to be compressed in order to be sent. For sure. Yeah, so bro. That'd be, that'd be that'd be perfect, man. Let's do that. Let's work on but doing can, that. But we can we can both do it individually, like right. Uh, you, can, you can pull up. I use QuickTime actually for my audio recorder when I'm doing like on my screen. And so, mm. you can, if you don't already have QuickTime, you just pull it up, boom, hit audio record, and that's it. Gotcha. Okay, I'll keep that in mind for sure. Yeah. Thank you, bro. Right, bro. I'll let you get back to it, man. I appreciate yeah, it, man. I'll talk to you real soon, man. It's good to see you. I'm glad you're all right, man. We'll talk soon, yo. Already, bro. Peace out, bro.